This is a presentation of the 2024 Girls State Basketball Tournament on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. State basketball broadcasts are presented by Union Bank and Trust, Southeast Community College, Platte Valley Equipment, Nebraska Hematology Oncology, Wingstop, Sand Hills Global, Roofing Service Company, High Electric, Eustis Body Shop, the Nebraska Army National Guard, Pizza Ranch, Members Own Credit Union, Elway Power Sports of Lincoln, Sunbelt Rentals, Acres, App Concrete, Doan University, the Nebraska High School Sports Hall of Fame, and Next Ag Appraisal and Realty. Now, calling all the action from Pinnacle Bank Arena, here's Nick Sainert and Jay Foreman. That is right, we're back here at Pinnacle Bank Arena getting you ready for Class B semifinal action on semifinal Friday. Jay, I posted it on Twitter this morning. You walk into the arena, it's just a little bit of a different feeling than over on the quarterfinals. You're, right. You can tell we're starting to get towards the end. Obviously, there these two teams just one step away for playing from a state, uh, state title. Right. There's a lot of emotions today. Yeah, the, you know, the, the crowds are a little bit bigger. The intensity is a little bit bigger. And, and you know, as you get closer to the championship, like you said, the, the atmosphere in, in, the, in the arena changes. Yeah. And, and that's just part of, of playing championship type of basketball. And, and the quarterfinals were intense. Uh, but you, sometimes you had a little bit of uh, discrepancies in, obviously, the teams. But mm -hmm. now the teams have either won games that they should have or – uh, had some upset victories, so you're getting the best of the best here moving forward. This is a really intriguing matchup between Omaha Scott Catholic, the number one seed, and the uh, number four seed in Class B action, the Gretna yep. East Griffins. It's intriguing because there's one team that's accustomed to being on this stage. Yep. The other, it's their first year of being a school oh, yeah. and a program, and here they are. Yeah, look, it's, it's obviously the, the old dog versus the new, new, new dog on the block. And, uh, yeah, Scott is, is almost like a guaranteed to be in the mix, yep. especially at the state tournament. And, uh, you know, they have a program that's well-established. Then you have Gretna East, a new program, upstart, uh, new kids on the block, and they have uh, knocked it out of the park. And, see, one thing that where people don't understand how you build a program this quickly, Gretna East, they have three Division One soccer players. Wow. So when you watch them play, and how they played against Waverly and turned Waverly over 20, 20, over 20 times, they're allowing them to be the athletes that they are while they're playing basketball. And so I think it's a, it's a great story. Um, they don't have a senior. They have a one junior that's going to start. The rest of mm -hmm. sophomores and have a, a bulldog as a freshman that comes off that's a, possibly a Division I softball recruit. So what I'm getting to is that you have competitive athletes, that know how to play big time games, even though it's not basketball. So that so when you think if you know normally you think okay, Scott would come out and be the hands on favorite. Yeah, Gretna East doesn't know what they don't know, and you have some champions just in a, in a different uh, sport that are going to come out and give it their all. Well, let's first talk about the Scott Catholic Skyhawks. Twenty five and one on the season, they've been runner up in Class B the last two years, falling to the same foe each of the last two years, and that was uh, Elkhorn North. But here they are. Led by Molly Ladwig offensively. Last yesterday against South Sioux City in a 66-32 win, she had 20 points in the first half, finishes 10 of 19 from the field and 4 of 8 from field. From excuse me, from the three. How does Gretna East contain them? Because you look at the Scut roster and it's Ladwig, then it's McCabe, and then it's even Cameron Kasner who had nine points as well. How do you contain this just the balanced attack that Scut brings? And then brings? you also have McMahon. And what you do is obviously everything starts and, and stops with Ladwig. So you want to 
contain her, not let her be so comfortable, right? Yeah. She's a knockdown shooter, so you want to get her off her spots, make the other uh, group of, of cast of characters that we talked about, make them take the lead because Ladwig started hot and ended hot, mm -hmm. and so if you can kind of curtail her early, then put the pressure on others, and then hopefully she's off her game just because she hadn't had a, a lot of touches. And then also, Gretna East used their speed, athletic ability, and the ability to compete in big-time games in this arena, use that to overwhelm them. I don't think Scott Catholic has seen this type of team uh, with this type of speed. And the one other thing that Gretna East uh, has done, they play a championship type of uh, mm -hmm. a schedule. Every loss that they've had has been somebody that's already in the, that's made the state tournament. But then also they've had a couple victories against state qualifiers as well. So that's where the confidence comes. Now, granted, they, it wasn't against Scott Catholic mm -hmm. or Elkhorn North, but they beat uh, you know Central. They've beaten um, what was they beaten? They've beaten Waverly. So two teams that they beat Waverly yeah. twice this year, and sometimes beating them twice in one one season is hard. So they should have a lot of confidence coming into this game. Well, here we go. We're just a couple minutes away from tip-off between Scott Catholic and Gretna East. Let's go ahead and step aside. I sat down with the head coach of the Griffins, the Gretna East Griffins, Wade Coulter. You might know him as Weekday Wade. I, yes, stepped, I sat down with him and uh, talked a little bit pregame ahead of Scott Catholic and Gretna East. So we'll go ahead and hear from the head coach of the Griffins. Coming up next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Sandhills Global is hiring. With their fast-paced, growing culture, they have hundreds of new openings in sales, marketing, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Full-time roles offer a four-and-a-half-day work week, along with flexible internships in most areas. Career and internship opportunities are available at our global headquarters in Lincoln, Nebraska. Find your fit today at www.sandhills.jobs. Used to spotty shop or our customers send their friends. That's the greatest compliment we can receive. Step in an accident. Yeah, I would just go a minute of spots. Quickly as possible. Our technicians care about you and your family and repair your vehicle to factory standards. We handle your claim from start to finish and provide a free loaner car. Stop by for a free estimate. Used to spotty shop, just south of 88th and Highway 2. The most recommended used to spotty shop. That's who we are. You had to know that when Wingstop set out to make a crispy, juicy chicken sandwich, they wouldn't make it in just one flavor. They'd make it in all 12, like lemon pepper, mango habanero, hickory smoked barbecue, and OG hot. So why have one new favorite chicken sandwich when you can have 12? Try the new sauced and tossed Wingstop chicken sandwich today for only $5.49 at Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Valid for a limited time and available at participating Wingstop locations only while supplies last. Price subject to applicable taxes and fees. Getting back here with uh, weekday Wade Coulter, head coach of Gretna East. Coach, first year that you guys are, are a basketball program or a school, and here you are in the state semifinals. What's it mean? What's the excitement? It's huge for our community. It's huge for our kids more than anything, but there's obviously buzz and excitement. Yeah. We got kicked our coverage. Yeah. To get to this point, we're not ranked at anybody's preseason top 10 for good reason. Yeah. We don't exactly have a lot of basketball first kids, a lot of soccer, volleyball, track athletes. Um, most of our kids were either playing junior high basketball or not playing varsity basketball last year. And now you're in the semifinals against one of the two best three or four teams in the entire state of Nebraska and Omaha Scott. What's been some of the challenges, right, of, of developing? Because that's, that's kind of your guys' jobs as a high school coach. Develop them, get them ready for the next level. If that's if that's their their dreams and aspirations, 
What's been some of the challenges for you and your staff? We started from scratch. Elkhorn North and Omaha Scott, they've been in the state finals two straight years yep. with a couple of Division One basketball players. We, as I mentioned, have really kids that specialize in other sports, yep. put in a brand new system, brand new coach, brand new everything in June. We are miles behind and we had to close that gap somehow. Yep. And to the kids' credit, they've been receptive to coaching. To our staff's credit, we've done a good job of working with them on any and everything throughout the process. And as I said, like somehow, some way, here we are. All right, let's talk about who you're facing off today. You mentioned Omaha Scott, they've been here. They're used to this stage. They have a lot of really talented players. What's your guys' preparation? What's the what's the approach for you guys and, and kind of your message to the team going into today? Easier said than done, but we just handle business like we have every single day since yeah. the start of the season, since we did last summer in open gyms. Show up to work every day, do your job, whatever that is. And if everybody does their job to the best of their abilities, be the best you so we can be the best us, what we always say, we get a chance to play with anybody. And once the ball goes in the air, it's just basketball. Yep. Looking up and down your roster, you guys have a little bit more of a height advantage over some of the guards for Scud. Is that an avenue that you maybe see a, a possibility for you guys to have kind of a leg up, or, or where do you see kind of a pathway for you guys to have some success today? We may or may not have had win the paint, win the game on our marker board a few times this year, including today. All right, now I got to ask, off the basketball court, you got the yellow Jays, you got the gold jacket, you had the, an incredible fit yesterday. What goes into this? Uh, my fiance was not happy with yesterday's, <laughs> and today, hopefully she likes it a little bit better. All right. But you can't get divorced if you're not married yet, so I think I'm okay. There you go. Well, and, and, and you're an acquaintance of Mike Schaefer, a good friend of the station, as as we've already discussed. Uh, that's He started weekday, Wade? He is responsible for that, so any complaints, Mike Schaefer. All right, there you go. Congratulations, Mike. All right, that's Wade Coulter, head coach for Gretna East. Coach, good luck, man. Appreciate the time. That conversation brought to you by Union Bank and Trust. Stick around. Tip off for Gretna East and Scott Catholic coming up next on 93.7 The Ticket. At Southeast Community College, community is our middle name. Our continuing education classes offer personal interest, traffic safety and licensing, online learning, and adult education classes across Southeast Nebraska or online in your own home. Learn pottery or floral design, take a computer course, learn Spanish, how to start writing a book, or Air Fryer 101. See the full schedule of continuing education classes online at southeast.edu slash continuing. SCC, your path to possible. With the leader of Gretna East, the Griffins coming in, as he mentioned. Nobody really expected them to be here, but they're here, the four seed in the Class B action, and they're getting ready to face off against the Omaha Scut Catholic Skyhawks. Let's get you started with the starting lineups. First for the visitors on the scoreboard, the Gretna East Griffins, led by, like I said, head coach Wade Coulter. It's their first state tournament appearance, and they got their first win yesterday against the Waverly Vikings in their first state championship, or excuse me, state tournament appearance ever with a 60, or excuse me, a 51 to 37 victory over the Waverly Vikings. The same starting five as yesterday for head coach Wade Coulter. Number four, a five foot five junior guard, Addison LaRock. Number five, a 5'10 junior guard, Carly Williams. Number 13, a 5'8 sophomore guard, Taryn French. Number 21, a 5'10 junior forward, Sonora Daffini. And rounding out the starting five, a 6'1 junior forward, Haley Levinson. When you look at this lineup, Jay Foreman, no seniors on the roster. No seniors on the roster, but a lot of athletes. And you guys, like I mentioned in the pregame, 
uh, three Division One uh, soccer recruits, and then also you have a, a future Division One softball recruit. So you got a competitive group there with a lot of speed and athleticism. All right, let's talk about the number one seed, the team that came in with just one loss all season long, and it was to the Elkhorn North Wolves, a team that if they win today, probably predicted to win their semifinal matchup, and we'd rematch in the uh, State B or Class B State Championship game, which has been the matchup the last two seasons in 2022 and 2023. Scott Catholic made it there but just fell to the Elkhorn North Wolves and Britt Prince. Same starting five for head coach Kip Colony as yesterday in a game where they won 66-32 over the eight seed, South Sioux City. And how about this? Some real ballers on this starting five for the Skyhawks. Oh, yeah. number, number three, Mia McMahon. Number 10, Peyton McCabe, the younger sister of Taylor McCabe, who's currently a guard at the University of Iowa. Number 20, Addison Bird, a seven forward. And number 34, Cameron Kasner, a 5'11 junior. But don't forget, the one that we're going to be saying a lot here, especially shooting from the perimeter, right. number 5, Molly Ladwig. She dropped 27 yesterday on 10 of 19 shooting. Yeah, a, a spot-up shooter, but she's 5'9", so she has a little bit of inside game and outside game as well. And plus, with the experience that they have, Nick, all five can handle the ball, mm -hmm. distribute the ball, and catch the ball, and obviously shoot effectively from the field. A veteran group, obviously, that's why they're 25-1. Uh, been waiting for this moment and sometimes it's harder to get back and if you have a little bit of revenge on your mind but they've handled their business all year and uh, they're going to try to continue that pattern today. Really good crowd on hand student sections growing oh, by yeah. the game <laughs> as we're starting to see more students yeah. especially in these two case, uh, schools cases from one from Gretna and one from Scott right. kind of make the drive down to Lincoln alright we're semi-final action whoever gets the championship it's going to be a good crowd on hand it'll be Scott Catholic and Gretna East just getting ready to get underway Scott Catholic and the home whites as the higher seed, Gretna East in their black and gold uniforms. Wade Coulter rocking the gold jacket with the coaching staff, rocking the gold Jordans as Scott wins the tip, and Ladwig goes to work, and we have a blocking oh. foul called on the Gretna East Griffins as it's going to go on number 21, Sonora Defini. That's her first. Look, right off the tip, and Scott, Scott Catholic is trying to, you know, impose their will on this young upstart uh, Griffins team, and uh, Latwood got it right off the tip and uh, tried to take it to the hoop and get an and one, uh, but got two free throws instead. So here's Molly Ladwig, just the junior. He's taken a couple of college yeah. visits, Drake, a couple of other ones as well, to some smaller D1 schools. Yeah. You know, Nick, generally with a spot-up shooter, knockdown shooter, you think, like, okay, she's not very athletic. Uh, she is very athletic, very quick, and very strong. She's going to make a coach at the next level happy. First first one was good for Ladwig. Second one, not so much, as it's 1-0 Skyhawks here, and Gretna East has the basketball. Coming down the right side from our vantage point, right to left, as Carly Williams passes it left side now to Levinson. Levinson top of the key to Defini. Defini guarded by Ladwig loosely. Now passes right wing down low on the, in the, on the block as Levinson pass almost taken away by Mia McMahon, but it goes out of bounds. It stays with Gretna East. Well, you see all the defensive attention right away on number 13, uh, Taryn French from uh, Gretna East. So you know that Scott is coming in and knowing who they have to stop first to try to stop this athletic basketball squad. So the Griffins get it in to French. She has it at the logo. Now left side it's Defini. Defini retreats out to the perimeter now hesitates driving on Ladwig and that's going to be a travel on Sonora Defini as Ladwig was kind of just a brick wall that she ran right into. <laughs> Defini thought she had a step Ladwig did a really good job of cutting her off and then also walling up and then yeah. it caused Defini to have an unforced error with a travel. 66-32 was the final score of Scott's opening game yesterday against South Sioux City. Here's McMahon from the corner three right. ball just a little short rebound tipped out where it's controlled by McMahon to Ladwig on the left wing 
She drives on the left side, drives baseline, hesitates, working on Levinson. Her shot block. blocked by Levinson down low. The 6-1 forward going against uh, against the 5'9 junior okay. Molly Ladwig. Yeah. Rejected her shot. It's still scut basketball. Good job by Levinson there, just getting all ball, but then also using her length. She's 6'1", but the, R, the wingspan allows her to uh, block that ball pretty easily. On the baseline inbound, it's taken away by Gretna East. Here comes the Griffins as... Carly Williams passes left side. It's Levinson now working on Cameron Kasner on the left side to Defini. Sonora Defini oh. drives left side on Ladwig off the glass, and go. we have a 2-1 ball game. Gretna East out in front by a point. Now you see Gretna East in a little bit of a, a mix of a relax of a 2-2-1 press. You know what that is, Nick. That's just like a soccer uh, formation. Uh, but Scut, the veteran team, breaks it pretty easily for two points. Off the assist from Ladwig, Cameron Kasner scores from the left side of the bucket. It's 3-2 Skyhawks. In front of us, here is Carly Williams looking for help, standing near the half-court line, finds Levinson to the right side. It's Addison LaRock. LaRock passes to Defini. Defini will dribble to the top of the key. Ladwig giving her some space on the top yeah. of the key there. Now to Carly Williams. Guarded by Addison Burt. Williams on Burt. Right side now back to Defini. Nine on the shot clock as Defini goes to work. Spins at the free throw line. Working on the right side. Up and under. And oh, she is good. fouled by Molly Ladwig. Good take. We've seen that a couple of yeah. times here by Sonora Defini. Yeah, really good job. And you saw that Ladwig gave her some space. So the scouting report is already on her that uh, Defini is really, really good off the bounce. And she's very crafty where she uh, initially started left, crossed over, kind of spun, scoop shot, drew the foul. Now she's at the free throw line trying to cash in. First one by Defini is good. good. So 3-3 yep. three to three the score between number one Scott and number four Gretna East. The winner of this one plays in tomorrow's state title game at 1 p.m. Second free throw off front iron, no good. And Ladwig will, we've seen her multiple times. We saw it a couple times yesterday and already once today. She's not afraid to throw a one-handed pass like a baseball down yeah. the floor, but Ladwig has it in the far corner. Now to Peyton McCabe. McCabe cross court to McMahon. McMahon in the corner. Top of the key now, McCabe. McCabe bounces inside. It's deflected by Levinson and taken away by LaRock. LaRock will bring it across the time on the left side. Gives it to a trailing, excuse me, trailing, uh, that is Defini, yep. Sonora Defini. Now Levinson on the elbow, picks up her dribble, looks for help. Here is Carly Williams on the left side, off the yeah. glass. Too strong offensive rebound for a moment. Now yeah. Ladwig collects it at the free throw line, and back the other way we go with Scott Catholic as Ladwig will bring it across the half-court line. 5-19 to play, first quarter. We're all knotted up at three. Ladwig in the lane, off the glass, and it yeah, falls powerful. for Molly Ladwig. Powerful move there by Ladwig, led by her patience because Carly Williams had her pretty much locked down. A little bit of slither in the, in, the, in the angle there and got to the hoop pretty easily. So here comes LaRock, bringing it across the floor, gets picked up by McCabe, now to Sonora Defini. Left side, it's LaRock. LaRock working on Peyton McCabe on the free throw line, got it knocked away, gets it back, kicks it out. Levinson, three ball from the top of the key. Good Off shot. back iron, just a little too strong. That's a good look. One-handed oh. pass down the floor. Ladwig to Kasner, layup too strong, but Kasner goes to the line to shoot right. two shots as she draws the foul on Gretna East. Well, what you, we talk about all, we'll talk about this week and obviously next week is when your big person can run rim to rim, but then also have the uh, athletic, ability, athletic ability as Kasner. And the one-handed pass by Lad Ladwig led to that shot at the basket. That's going to pay dividends if they continue to do it all game long. Kasner had nine points for the Skyhawks yesterday, and she hits the first free throw. Trio of subs, excuse me, four subs now coming in for Gretney, something to watch. Sonora Defini, leading scorer from yesterday's win against the Waverly Vikings, already on the bench with two fouls. Right. 
And again, we just mentioned Kasner breaking out, kind of rim the rim. But Ladwig was able to throw it on time on target. Uh, picked up that second foul on the leading scorer from the Gretna East uh, Griffins. Second one on the way for Kasner is also good, and so it's 7-3 to three Skyhawks here er, halfway through the first quarter. 4.30 to play in the opening period. Gretna East with the basketball. Right side, here's Pfaff with it. Stops at the elbow, gets her oh. pocket picked by Mia McMahon, and she hands it off to Molly Ladwig, who's looking down the floor, wanted to get it to McCabe on the near side, decided not to. She'll dribble at top of the key left side now. Addison Burt. Burt back to McCabe. Ladwig to Mc, or McMahon, rather, now to McKay, back to McMahon. She'll fire the three from the near corner, misses everything way too strong. And the rebound fought for, and it's going to stay uh -huh. with the Skyhawks as it looks like McKay may have thrown it off of the leg of Sophia Lindsay for Gretna East. A little crafty move there because Lindsay was chasing the ball, and McCabe uh, just kept her cool and threw it right off her shoe. Scott Catholic keeps the ball. Scott Catholic baseline inbound. McKay will be the inbounder, looking around, looking around, gets it into Ladwig. Directly in front of Gretna East Bench on the left wing. Ladwig crosses over right to left. Stops. Floater off the glass. Just a oh. little too strong. Nice strong rebound there by, I believe that was number 35. 35, wow. the freshman, Madison Shelburne. Right. And that foul goes on Cameron, or excuse me, yeah, Cameron Kasner yeah. of Omaha Scott. That's her first. Now you see Scott now going a little bit of a full court pressure. And they think, like, look, this is a young group. Let's see how they handle the pressure, especially with the four new subs. The veterans are out. Let's see if the young young pups can handle it. So Carly Williams will get the inbound. We're over halfway through the first quarter. Williams picks up her dribble in the backcourt looking for help. They find Sophia Lindsay on the right wing. She dribbles into the lane. Now spins around looking for help. Pass deflected. Corralled by the Griffins. Still 20 on the possession. Right side. Sophia Lindsay with it. Guarded Ooh. by Kasner. A little bit of speed mismatch. Go. Layup. Good. Not good. As Carly Williams gets Good the offensive job. board, man, it looked like Sophia Lindsay's layup Good. was going to fall, but it just rimmed out, and Carly Williams was right there to attempt a second shot, yeah. but it gets fouled off of it. She'll go to the line to shoot two. Sophia Lindsay is a softball player, very plays very, a lot of competitive softball, but you saw the initial quickness right there on the crossover, get it up off the rim. Carly Williams, offensive rebound, now trying to get the uh, get on the scoreboard here. Carly Williams comes in as the leading scorer. Mm -hmm. So if I'm weekday Wade over there, I'm actually pretty happy that the game is right where we want it, potentially, and Carly Williams hasn't gotten started yet. So 7-3, to three, Scott Catholic, as Williams goes one of two from the line now, 7-4 to four with 3.38 to play in the opening period. PBA Class B semifinal game three of the day on day three. Up the floor to Kasner on the left side, now to McCabe. McCabe standing four feet behind the three-point line, gives it to Ladwig. She crosses over, kicks it out. McCabe, three ball, far corner. It's good for Peyton McCabe, and it's now 10 to four. Yeah, you know how many times they've done that in practice and games. Uh, two veterans breaking the press, corner three. Uh, great shot there. So here's Carly Williams. She gets picked up by Burt at the top of the key. Carly Williams working right side. She hands it to Sophia Lindsay, getting chased down by Peyton McCabe. Left side now Pfaff. Pfaff in the lane. Ducks out of the way of Ladwig, who's trying to draw a charge, unable to connect on the layup, and Ladwig coming back the other way. One thing I will say with Ladwig, she dribbles with her eyes up, oh, which every, is something yeah. every single time, something you don't always see at the high school level. Ladwig has a top of the key right side. Three ball again from McCabe. Not the same results. Great box out on the edge by Pfaff as the rebound caroms all the way out to the right wing, and she controls it. Lindsay trying to break the double team. She's able to split through it, kicks it out. Mid-range jumper on the way, just a little strong. Rebound tipped around. Lindsay comes oh, up with it, but then hustle. knocks it out of bounds. It'll be Skyhawk basketball. Good hustle there by Lindsay, and good job breaking that press. Essentially, she was able to weave through four defenders from Scutt. 
Uh, got a shot to, uh, or got a good pass there to number 35, Madison Shelbourne, another freshman. Just a little bit too tough, a little bit too strong off the rim. But also, if I'm weekday Wade over there, I got my veterans a little yeah. bit of rest. Your game's with it well within reach, and you get to make a run, hopefully, at the end of this first quarter. 10-4 Skyhawks with a six-point lead in the basketball. Shotkowski for three, and Libby Shotkowski comes in and makes her name known as she drills a three from the same spot McCabe did just a few moments ago. Yeah, that's obviously part of the game plan for Scott. They're an excellent shooting team, but they understand when they break the press, they're either going to try to get a layup or a corner three, and they feel very comfortable making that shot. Sonora Defini back into the game with those two fouls. She picks up her dribble on the block, passes out to Lindsay. Lindsay now left side. It's Addison LaRock back down into Defini. Defini got bumped, but is able to track down the loose ball on the left wing. She dribbles top of the key, picks it up. Six on the possession. As right side now, this is LaRock with three on the shot clock. LaRock getting some space, doesn't realize that the shot clock is about to go off. There it is, and a good defensive stand by Scott Catholic. The, the pressure defense there by Scott Catholic, led by McCabe and, and, and a host of other ones, uh, really confused this young group of Griffin uh, guards there. And now here comes Carly Williams, right? Now the original start, starting lineup is in. A little frustration there for number 12, but the learning experience for Sophia Lindsay uh, that you got to get into your offense a little bit. So yep. now we got to see if the Griffins uh, can make some plays themselves on the defensive end. 13-4, Scott Catholic, 133 to play. Shotkoski, another trifecta on the way. No good offensive board. McCabe to Ladwig. She stops free throw line jumper, rattles around and out. Rebound, rebound. being fought for. Nice job by Sonora Defini. Oh, She's yeah. instantly double teamed, yeah. and we're going to have a foul okay. called on Scott Catholic. Yeah, that might be on McMahon there. A little bit too aggressive, but it was an excellent rebound by Defini. Not only did she rebound it high, she did a, she did what we call chin it, uh, Nick, where you have it pretty much underneath your chin, elbows out wide. Didn't throw her elbows, so she didn't get an offensive foul. Really good job there by Defini. So 13-4, Scott Catholic with a nine-point advantage over the Griffins of Gretna East up the floor. Here comes LaRock to Carly Williams. Nobody stops ball. She dribbles into the lane around the Big Ten logo in the paint here at PBA. Kicks it out. Now to number 13, Taryn French. The starters back onto the floor for head coach Wade Coulter and Gretna East with 103 to play in the first quarter, facing a nine-point deficit. French bounces it. Carly Williams almost got it poked away by Ladwig. Yeah. Down low, Defini. Defini spinning around, kicks it out. The Rock for three, off front iron, tipped around, and Ladwig comes up with oh. it. And here comes McCabe rushing it across the it. timeline. McCabe hesitates, pulls it back out. Now kicks it, Ladwig pops the tray from the left wing, just a tad short, offensive board, Addison Burt back to Ladwig, she dribbles in on the left side, stops, pops, mid-range jumper off back iron, third opportunity coming as Ladwig has it on the left wing, now to McCabe and she'll slow down, shot clock turned off for Scott Catholic as Shotkowski has it in the corner and we'll have a stoppage in play as it's a kicked ball violation on the Griffins. The ball movement is uh, giving Gretna East Griffins a little bit of, of trouble on the defensive end, so they got to make sure that they're a little bit more crisp on who they're, whether they're playing man or zone after they're in their 1-2-2 press or 2-1-2 press, or excuse me, 2-2-1 press. So when you're playing against a well-old machine like Scott Catholic, you got to make sure you got to be at certain spots and certain have certain players always guarded because they're going to shoot the three and you got to be able to chase those long rebounds. McCabe with it on the logo, 20 on the game clock, shot clock non-existent on this possession. It's turned off for the final possession of the first quarter. McCabe with it on the left side. She drives, layup good for good Peyton job. McCabe. Nice head use yeah, of the hesitation yeah. as the Griffins have it with seven seconds. Up the floor to Levinson. She didn't oh. realize that it was coming yeah. and it's going to be a turnover on Gretna East going back the way of yeah. Scott Catholic. Look, uh, a little bit, Addison LaRock was a little bit 
uh, overzealous there with that three-quarter uh, court pass there, and Levinson wasn't ready. So you wanted to score, try to score right quick, and you kind of want to go two for one. Uh, now Scott has the ball, possibly get another shot off to, to extend the lead. Two seconds on the game clock. Ladwig at the buzzer, way too strong. But after one quarter of play, Scott Catholic with an 11-point lead. 15 to 4 over the Gretna East Griffins here in the Class B semifinal from Pinnacle Bank Arena. We'll return in just a few moments with the start of the second right here on 93.7 The Ticket. The coach's pep talk. Done well, it creates strong team unity, improves motivation and attitude. So when Platte Valley Equipment says they're here to help you succeed, you'll have their 100% support to help you handle any task with their John Deere equipment that gets the job done every time. And with low monthly payments, well, that should be some serious motivation to visit PlatteValleyEquipment.com. Proud sponsor of the 2024 NSAA Boys and Girls High School State Basketball Tournament. You don't think about your roof very often, but you should never take it for granted. Roofing Service Company takes every measure to provide you with the highest quality roofing solution. Whether it's a new roof installation, roof repair, or a re-roofing project, their overall goal is to provide you with a pleasant experience and a long-lasting roof. If you have a need for siding or gutters, they're your place too. Visit RoofingServiceCompany.com for more info today. Nick Center, Jay Foreman back with you from PBA. Class B semifinal action. Gretna East trails 15-4 to Scott Catholic as Gretna East starts with the basketball. Here is Maggie Pfaff now to LaRock. LaRock spins, lost the basketball for a moment, gets it back just inside the perimeter. Across court, Levinson. Levinson to Carly Williams. Fakes left, goes right directly into Addison Burt. She's stuck underneath Ooh. the bucket. Could have probably shot that one up. Now here's, excuse me, Pfaff out to the corner. 11 on the shot clock. LaRock layup too strong. Rebound tipped around and it caroms out to the free throw line where Cameron Kasner collects it. Here comes Molly Ladwig. Picks up her dribble. Overhead pass all the way to the far corner. It's Mia McMahon. Now to Burt. Back to Ladwig. 7.21 to play. Second quarter. 15-4. Scott Catholic with it. As McMahon looking for help. Has it, and she'll throw it near the logo where Ladwig tracks it down. 15 on the shot clock. Ladwig drives in, up and under, layup too strong, but another offensive rebound for Scott Catholic. As McCabe, excuse me, McCabe rather, gives it to Ladwig. Ladwig drive baseline, kicks it out. McMahon to McCabe, fakes pass, now does pass it right side to Burt. Burt to Kasner inside the lane, kicks it. Ladwig three ball far corner. Bang. That was an excellence of execution right there. Ball movement, drive and kick, drive and dive. Corner three, nothing but net. So Scott up the floor, is rolling. Here comes LaRock into the corner. Pfaff with it. Pfaff driving top of the key now. Stopped by Kasner. Entry pass to Carly Williams. This is a matchup here. And instantly Peyton McCabe yep. commits a foul. I think that's number two on McCabe. So that's something that if I'm, uh, you know, Coach Wade over there, I'm trying to go right at her, try to get her on the bench. And the reason why is, it, you know, it's 18-4 right now. Obviously the Scott Catholic offense is, is, is rolling pretty good but it's all set up by their defensive intensity. They are stifling the Griffins on anything they're trying to do, uh, whether it's half court or full court. Three ball on the way, left wing by number 13, Taryn French, just a little short here. Ladwig, one-handed pass up the floor to Burt. It's corralled along the baseline to McCabe. Three ball left side, off to the right a little bit, and a nice rebound. rebound there for a moment by Gretna East. We'll have a jump ball, and possession arrow keeps it with the Skyhawks. Now, one thing I will say, yesterday through one quarter of play, Scott Catholic, their starters against Sioux City didn't have a single foul. 
Right now, all five of their starters with one personal at the 621 mark in the second quarter. Look, they came out with the aggressive mindset. This defensive pressure is stifling Gretna East. And offense, they're just excellent and, and moving the ball and taking the open shot and also making them as well. Here's Ladwig, pops the three from the left side, no good, but the rebound saved from going out of bounds for a moment or attempted to be saved as Kasner gets whistled for out of bounds and it'll be Gretna East basketball with 6-12 to go in the second. You know, Gretna East looks a little bit like Papillion La Vista South that we were saying, uh, you know, a little bit of kind of stuck in their own way, just kind of finding their intensity level, whereas Scott Catholic, they've been here so many times, it's almost like a practice for them. They know how to play on the, in this arena. Carly Ooh. Williams down the floor. Sonora Defini layup good. Great it's job. 18 to 6 now with 5:58 to play in the first half. McCabe will bring it across the timeline. Throws it up to Florida Kasner. Kasner now looking around on the left wing. She dribbles into the elbow, gives it to Burt. Floater on the way. Too easy for Addison Burt. Yeah, a little bit of one-three-one full court. Uh, they forgot to take the one-three-one back to half court. And uh, easy drive and kick, two points. Left side, LaRock. LaRock gets chased down and pursued by McCabe, and she'll slow it down now to Sophia Lindsay at the top of the key. Lindsay working on McMahon. Stops, hands it off. Now to Defini. Defini at the top of the key, dribbles in past the free throw oh, line, takes the contact, misses it, puts it back up. Second try, no good, and McCabe rebounds it for Scott Catholic, pushing the pace. Scott Catholic going back coast to coast. McCabe layup. Just off to the right, but another offensive re round rebound to trailing Ladwig. Ooh. Missed the three badly, and it will bounce out of bounds to Gretna East. You know, Nick, right now it just looks like Scott Catholic is a step or two quicker than Gretna East, and, I, and I, it's not an athletic ability thing. I just think it's a being familiar, being on the court, this type of intensity, what is what you're playing for. And, you know, you should expect this from Gretna East. Sooner or later I think they'll come out of it, and I think they'll make a run. So 20 to 6 your score, 503 to play in the second quarter. Scott oh. Catholic as they take it take it away from Gretna East Kasner up the floor to Burt to a trailing McCabe. McCabe back to Burt, Burt on the left side to McCabe. McCabe back to Burt on the left side three ball on the way. Addison Burt is 2 for 2 and she has 5 points. Kasner was telling uh telling the pass it to Addison Burt cuz she was wide open actually with two different two different situations. Nothing but net. Scott Catholic is rolling, but again, it's set up by their defense, being disciplined, spacing the court on offense, and then also putting relentless pressure on Gretna East guards. And I think Coach Wade over there is trying to get them to wake up a little bit because, you know, you saw them play yesterday. They're a lot better than what they're, they're showing right now. Well, and Scott will do that to you. Team. Yeah. Once again, that's experienced here. Well, They'll speed you up because they can play at that pace well, it, you know, it, for, for all four quarters as well. It's McCabe, it's Ladwig, and McMahon. They are just just as effective on the offensive end and especially on the defensive end. Yeah. And then also with Ladwig able to go in there and get a defensive rebound, everybody's sprinting to a spot. And she's almost like a quarterback, man, where she can take it one hand and put it right on the target. And it's giving them a lot of easy shots. And if they're not getting the easy shots, they're kicking it out to Addison Burt and sometimes McCabe, and they're hitting nothing but nylon. So 4.48 to play as the Griffins inbounded here. As Scott still extending their defensive pressure, but Heather Wadsworth will bring it across the timeline. Wadsworth has it, dribbling to the left side, guarded by Burt, avoids the reach and foul. Now Taryn French with it. French bounces it to her left hand. With, or excuse me, LaRock in the lane off the Ooh, glass. Nice move. take by Addison LaRock. That's something that's been there a majority of the game, and, and LaRock gives a little bit of a more speed and quickness, and she's explosive at the hoop. Good move there. A little quick passing here by Peyton, or excuse me, by Scott Catholic, but Peyton McCabe has it now to Burt. Burt on the left wing, guarded by Wadsworth. Back to McCabe 
on the Huskers logo at center court. McCabe steps back, three ball on the way. No good, Ladwig offensive board, unable to get it. Kasner oh, with another hit. opportunity, she misses the layup. And the defensive rebound goes to Levinson. Up the floor goes the Griffins. French up the floor, oh. and it's over the head of the intended target, Maggie Pfaff. Misses. A little bit high. Maggie Fath is 5'6". He'll be about 5'8 right there. But nevertheless, the Griffins did a better job of defensive rebound. You know, they're down by 15, but Nick, eight points have came off of more than eight. Yeah. Actually, it's been 11 points have came off of multiple offensive rebounds on possessions. So they cleaned that up. That game, This game is a lot closer uh, than it looks like right now. So 3.51 to go in the second quarter. 23-8 Skyhawks out in front of the Griffins here. Class B semifinal winner. This one gets the winner of Elkhorn North and Beatrice to follow our game here. Right side, McMahon. McMahon with it on the right wing now, dribbling to the top of the key. 3.35 to play in the second. McCabe quickly passes back to McMahon. Now to Burt. Cross-court overhead pass to McCabe. McCabe drives baseline. Floater just a little too strong. Nice box out and rebound by Sonora Defini. Defini pushing the pace, spinning around, gets doubled, kicks it out on an outlet pass up the floor. Cross-court now to Sophia Lindsay. Lindsay drives in the center of the lane, backs around the fingernail, backs it to the left wing now, guarded by Addison Burt. Burt moving her feet quickly, looking at that ball. Now Defini in the near corner, guarded by McMahon. This is a matchup that if you're the Gretna East, you want to take yeah. advantage of the taller Defini on the shorter guard of Mia McMahon. Here's Lindsay, right side now, Carly Williams. Eight on the shot clock. Williams shot off the back of the backboard, excuse me, and the defensive rebound goes to Kasner. Kasner pushes oh, the pace, but it's going to be a double dribble <laughs> as she tried to pass it to the outlet, which was Peyton McCabe. Just kind of the ball must have been a little slippery, and it slipped out of her hands and double dribble. Kasner got it off the defensive rebound and took off. I think she actually probably wanted to take it all the way, but I think her coach was telling her to pass it to the point guard. Then she double dribble, unfortunate right there for her. So here's Lindsay on the left wing. 2.45 to play in the second quarter, 23 to 8. Defini with it on the left side. She dribbles now top of the key, guarded by Molly Ladwig for Scott Catholic. On to the elbow to Carly Williams. Williams stops, pops, mid range jumper off to the right. Rebound corralled by Kasner, who gives it to Addison Burt. 2.28 to play. Burt to Ladwig. Ladwig dribbling up across the timeline. Speeds past Williams, mid-range jumper, rattles around the cylinder and falls. Yeah, that was a great uh, offensive execution going through that 2-2-1 two -two uh, press right there. And then once she beat Williams, she got into the middle of the lane. Uh, nothing but net with that mid-range jumper there. Up the floor, Defini, Defini, layup off the glass, no good. Offensive board kicks it out. Williams, three from the top of the key, unable to connect. And the defensive rebound goes out to Molly Ladwig who will jog it across the half-court line. Ladwig pushing the pace, take, kicks it out, pass deflected. Nice job by Taryn French, taking it away with Carly Williams. Lindsay, three ball, in transition, unable oh. to hit it. It circled the cylinder, and it popped out on the left side of the bucket here at PBA into the hands of Peyton McCabe to Burt. Cross-court pass Ladwig. Ladwig down low on the block. Kasner spins around to McMahon. Extra pass, McCabe, three ball, bang, yeah, there Peyton it is. McCabe. It's McCabe and Burt right there from three, and it's the extra pass, a la Golden State Warriors now. The Scott Catholic Skyhawks are rolling. So 28-8, to 120 to play. Here's Carly Williams on the elbow using that left arm to lead her. Nice finish, oh, unable man. to finish. That one just popped out. Yeah. Unable to take the lid off the hoop as Ladwig will bring it across the timeline. Ladwig. Passes left side, McCabe. McCabe cross court to McMahon. Almost got it knocked away from her by Sophia Lindsay. But the Catholic Skyhawks keep it. McCabe, another three. Just a tad strong, and the rebound caroms out to 
Delfini. Delfini bounces up the floor. Levinson. Levinson will just slow things down and hand it off to Carly Williams. 45 seconds to play in the second quarter. 20-point Skyhawk advantage oh. as Ladwig blows up the screen of Carly Williams. No whistle as left side Williams in the lane trying to get it to Levinson, but a yeah. double team cut that off as McCabe now has it, and she oh, is bumped man. by Daffini. And guess what? That's, That's number, number three. three on Daffini. Yeah, if I'm weekday weight, I'm a little bit uh, upset there because uh, Ladwig has just blown up uh, Carly Williams on a, on a screen and ran through the screen. And then now it's a little bit of touch foul there by Daffini. So if I'm Coach Wade right here, I'm going into halftime. I'm saying, listen, we need to just get – ourselves under control we are running around we're looking with a chicken with our head cut off we don't know where we're going we're guessing too much scott catholic is making it harder on us on on the griffins because of the ball movement and then when once they make a couple threes then therefore they start to guess you got to stay pat because scott is so good you got to expect them to score don't give him so many easy shots and see what you can do peyton mccabe walking it across the timeline 22 seconds on the game clock as the Skyhawks could hold for the last shot, but at the rate that they're firing away, who knows if they will. McKay, pass fake, layup, no good. Rebound bounces out of bounds, and it'll be Gretna East basketball with 8.8 to play. You know one thing, Nick, that's apparent is the Scott Catholic uh, Skyhawks, they are competing on every possession, right? Defensive rebounds, offensive rebounds, getting hands on balls. That's how they wear you out, just like that. It was a little bit of a ball fake, try to get it up quick. And what did they have? They had three people going to the offensive rebound, knocked it out of bounds. But that's apparent. They're not letting one second go to waste because they are trying to finish out this thing the right way. So here come the Griffins with five on the game clock up the floor. It's Faf. Faf in the lane with one Good second move. reverse oh. layup, unable to get it to fall. And that is the end of the first half. Your score, Omaha Scott Catholic 28 and the Gretna East Griffins 8. The Skyhawks lead by 20 going into the locker room. We'll come back in a few moments with the halftime show brought to you by Next Ag Appraisal and Realty in just a few moments from Pinnacle Bank Arena, Nick Sainer, Jay Foreman, and this is 93.7 The Ticket. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. A team succeeds when they work together. Banking's no different. At UBT, we're in your corner for every financial move you want to make. Your money's backed by a roster of experts who put in the work to know you and your community. So whether you're opening a savings account, buying a home, or planning your future, you always know who to turn to. Working together toward your financial goals, that's a win in our playbook. Union Bank & Trust, Equal Housing Lender Member FDIC. High school basketball fans, take a trip over to the Nebraska High School Sports Hall of Fame while you're in town for state hoops. Admission is free, and it's a great way to learn about some of the greatest athletes and teams to come out of the state, from recently to over 100 years ago in all sports. Learn more about names like Gail Sayers, Johnny Rogers, Bob Gibson, Tom Osborne, and more. Open Wednesday through Friday from 1 to 4 p.m. It's the Nebraska High School Sports Hall of Fame, just north of Haymarket Park at 500 Charleston Street. Where will your path take you, traveler? To seek fortune in a new career? Or on a journey to distant lands for a well-deserved vacation? Wherever you go, one distraction could spell disaster. You can change your fate, adventurer. Don't drive distracted. 
paid for by the NDOT Highway Safety Office. Come see the exciting career opportunities in the world of large ag. Acres, your Nebraska John Deere dealer, is hosting a career fair during our 2024 Ag and Turf Expo. Learn about career opportunities in service, sales, parts, and precision ag, as well as other roles in Acres' business support team. Join us at the Sand Hills Global Event Center March 6th and 7th or Fawner Park March 21st and 22nd. Go to acres.com expo24 for details. Ever wish you had another light switch on the other side of the room on a dark night? How much better would you sleep at night if you had a ceiling fan in your room? The High Electric Service Department is here to make your electrical what-ifs a reality. Whether you're looking to replace some outdated light fixtures or brighten up your counters with under-cabinet lighting, High Electric can handle all types of residential electrical installations and services. Give Erica a call at 402-466-6606 or visit high-electric.com to get started. Here you go, coffee's on me and my new BFF. I thought I was your best friend forever. BFF like best financial friend at Members Own Credit Union. Right now they're offering $100 when you consolidate or transfer a loan or an existing credit card balance and meet requirements. Plus, you get great rates and free advice from a financial partner that will put you first. That sounds like a match made in heaven. Members Own Credit Union is the type of bestie you can count on. Get started today at membersownecu.org slash BFF. Limitations may apply. Equal housing opportunity. Score big this month at Elway Power Sports of Lincoln and rule the terrain on a Segway Fugelman UT-10X. Now is your chance to get into a side-by-side -side for only $12,000 out the door. That's right, just $12,000. And this bad boy stacks up to all the other name brands, plus you get Segway's signature smart commanding system, featuring airlock, drive settings, safety alerts, and more. Hurry in now. Elway Power Sports only has two left at this blowout price. Swing by their new 27th and I-80 location or shop their inventory at elwaypslincoln.com. As the chief buffet officer here at Pizza Ranch, I get all kinds of buffet questions. Here's one from Cole. Is there a real cactus in your cactus bread? Great question, Cole. No, <laughs> there is no cactus in our cactus bread. Just sweet cinnamony streusel. It's on our buffet every day, along with pizza, chicken, ice cream, and all your other favorites. Even better, at least for your parents, kids eat free on Tuesday nights. And don't worry, Cole, there's no coal in our coleslaw either. Pizza Ranch, everyone's favorite buffet. In a world where quality tools make the dream work, let Sunbelt Rentals be your unseen team member. Shine bright with our top-notch equipment dependable for any project size. Witness the difference with Tool Rental in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's more than just a tool, it's your companion for the perfect job. With Sunbelt Rentals, you're never alone in your project journey. Brighter tasks, better results. Sunbelt Rentals, tools that empower you. When it comes to joining the Nebraska Army National Guard, you've heard it all before. College, healthcare, signing bonus. But joining is so much more than that. It's setting yourself up for a new and better chapter of your life. I'm Staff Sergeant Paul White, and because of the Nebraska Army National Guard, I'm in control of my career. And when the workday ends, I get to come home to my family. Write your next chapter by joining the Nebraska Army National Guard. For more information, schedule a meeting with me, Staff Sergeant Paul White at nationalguard.com. 
Hey guys, it's Bill Bush. Next Ag Appraisal and Realty has opened a new location in Pender, Nebraska, in addition to their office in Lincoln. The real estate world can be confusing, so why wouldn't you want an expert helping you every step of the way? If you're looking to buy or sell farmland in Nebraska, Kansas, or Iowa, give Ethan Sorensen a call today at 402-380-0432 or visit them online at nextagrealestate.com. Next Ag Appraisal and Realty with locations in Lincoln and now Pender, Nebraska. Get rid of pesky critters once and for all with Bats to Rats. Their expert team is here to help you reclaim your home. No more sleepless nights caused by crawling critters or flapping wings. Bats to Rats ensures a safe environment for every family member. Check the website at BatsToRats.com for amazing offers, and if you mention this ad, you'll receive $10 off your initial inspection cost. Don't allow uninvited guests to take over your home. Trust Bats to Rats for a peaceful and rodent-free living space. Sandhills Global is hiring. With their fast-paced, growing culture, they have hundreds of new openings in sales, marketing, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Full-time roles offer a four-and-a-half-day work week, along with flexible internships in most areas. Career and internship opportunities are available at our global headquarters in Lincoln, Nebraska. Find your fit today at www.sandhills.jobs. You had to know that when Wingstop set out to make a crispy, juicy chicken sandwich, they wouldn't make it in just one flavor. They'd make it in all 12. Like lemon pepper, mango habanero, hickory smoked barbecue, and OG hot. So why have one new favorite chicken sandwich when you can have 12? Try the new sauced and tossed Wingstop chicken sandwich today for only $5.49 at Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Valid for a limited time and available at participating Wingstop locations only while supplies last. Price subject to applicable taxes and fees. At Southeast Community College, community is our middle name. Our continuing education classes offer personal interest, traffic safety and licensing, online learning, and adult education classes across Southeast Nebraska or online in your own home. Learn pottery or floral design, take a computer course, learn Spanish, how to start writing a book, or Air Fryer 101. See the full schedule of continuing education classes online at southeast.edu slash continuing. SCC, your path to possible. All right, Nick Sander, Jay Foreman, back with you. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Your score at the break, 28-8. The Scott Catholic Skyhawks with a 20-point advantage over the Gretna East Griffins. Jay, we talked to Wade Coulter, the head coach for Gretna East, before mm. the game, and he said it. I mean, he was he acknowledged it that they weren't supposed to be here, right? Sure. Nobody's giving them a fighter's chance. Chance you got to go out there with that kind of mentality right. in the second half, right? Down twenty. Yeah, you have nothing to lose, and I would, you know, if I'm Coach Coulter, I'm talking about you know what we didn't do that we normally do do, and everything that we can control, right? Yeah. We can control our intensity. We can control our intensity, our attention to detail, but then also we can control, you know how we go about attacking on offense. I think one of the things that's, that we talked about, we talked about the Scott Catholic pressure. Mm-hmm. What that does, it eliminates the athletic ability of Gretna East Griffins in ability to drive to the hoop. Now, they start doing a little bit more at the end of the second quarter, yeah. missed a couple bunnies, then also missed a wide open three that you know looked like it was halfway in. Those are the confidence boosters. And so if I'm uh, Coach Coulter, I'm trying to get some confidence in my young ladies, getting them going to the hoop and still the confident that we do belong here, right? Yes, nobody expected us to be here, but we're here. 
look, we beat we beat Waverly. Um, we here. We need to go out there and compete. I would also say, hey, look, I'm gonna you know demand or encourage everybody to compete ten to fifteen percent harder. Let's see. Let's go out there and give our best effort. Let's go out and win the second half, right? Yeah. And see where the game is at. Let's not. Look, we're here. Let's get something out of it, right? It, you know, we can all sit up there and, and be mad at ourselves. We're down by twenty. You know, so what? You know, you could tell them everybody expects us to be down by twenty. But let's make a run and see how mm-hmm. Scott Catholic handles it if we give them the same amount of effort and pressure that they put on us for the first 16 minutes. Speaking of effort, it takes effort to listen to us all, you know, all day, every day during the state basketball hoop. So we appreciate you guys joining us wherever you may be. Feel free to text us, 402-464-5685. Love to shout you out if you're listening to us. Let us know where you're listening from and how you're listening to us. Because, by the way, you can listen to us on the FM dial on the website, theticketfm.com. Also on our mobile app, in addition to our streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 961. So let us know. Give us a quick text, and we'd love to shout you guys out. By the way, this was the Next Ag Appraisal and Realty Halftime Show, sponsored by Next Ag Appraisal and Realty, with a new location now in Pender, Nebraska, in addition to their location in Lincoln. So if you're looking to buy yourself farmland in Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, give Ethan Sorensen a call today or visit them online at nextagrealestate.com. We'd also like to thank Union Bank and Trust for being a main sponsor of high school hoops, or excuse me, high school sports all season long as we'd really appreciate their support as well in addition to all of our other sponsors that you hear on our open before each game. Just a couple of minutes before we start the third quarter of action from Pinnacle Bank Arena. It's the Class B semifinal matchup from PBA. Scott Catholic with a 20-point lead over the Gretna East Griffins, and we'll start the third quarter of play in less than 60 seconds right after this Sun 93.7, the ticket. The Coach's Pep Talk. Done well, it creates strong team unity, improves motivation and attitude. So when Platte Valley Equipment says they're here to help you succeed, you'll have their 100% support to help you handle any task with their John Deere equipment that gets the job done every time. And with low monthly payments, well, that should be some serious motivation to visit PlatteValleyEquipment.com. Proud sponsor of the 2024 NSAA Boys and Girls High School State Basketball Tournament. Nick Sainer, Jay Foreman, back with you from Pinnacle Bank Arena, 93.7, the ticket, theticketfm.com. Huge thanks to Jesse in Moral, Nebraska, listening yeah. on the app. Shout out to Jesse. Nick, we got listeners in Hastings. I was out, oh, is that right? Yes, in Hastings. I was out there doing a, a speech last night, and they said they love listening to us. Good stuff. Uh, listen to all the games in high school sports. They're looking forward to possibly listening to the championship game uh, next week as well. Absolutely. Huge thanks to Joe and Elmwood Murdoch for uh, tuning in as well. Man, we got people outside of Lincoln. Nobody in Lincoln listening, I guess. So we got Hastings, we got Morrill, we got, yeah, that's right, they're all down here at PBA. Just underway, Gretna East basketball. Carly Williams has it on the left side. She puts in a floater just off back iron. Offensive board, kicks it out to Feeney. Feeney gets tracked down by Ladwig at the top of the key. She pulls up for three, and that one is well short. Yeah. It goes out of bounds to the Catholic Skyhawks. That's probably not the shot that we, uh, weekday Wade Coulter uh, doesn't w- wants coming out of halftime. Even though it was an offensive rebound, you want that first pass out to be the three, not the standalone mm-hmm. three. You like something inside because Williams just barely missed that last bunny yeah. shot. 7-31, one-handed pass down the floor to Kasner. It's corralled. She kicks it out. McCabe almost got bumped mm-hmm. into. Nice bounce pass to Kasner, back to McCabe, to Ladwig. Ladwig was quiet in the first half, unlike yesterday where she dropped 20 in the first two quarters against South Sioux City. Here's McCabe 
On the logo, McKay bounces it left side to Addison Burt. Burt looking around, entry pass to Mc, or excuse me, Ladwig. Bodies on the ground. It's going to be a jump ball, keeping it with the Skyhawks. Good job there by the Griffins, causing a little bit of confusion there with a 2-1-2 half-court kind of trap against this Catholic offense. Gave them a little bit of confusion, but then really good job by both players diving on the ball uh, for a jump ball. So 7.09 to play in the third, 28-8, Scott Catholic with a 20-point lead. As Addison Burt inbounds it, right side to McCabe on the wing. She gets doubled by Williams and French. Now to Ladwig, driving baseline on the left side. Mid-range jumper was a little too strong as the shot clock expired, but they're going to let him play on yeah. as French brings it. Cross-court pass now to Feeney, 6.53 to play in the third. Defeney dribbles top of the key where she's guarded by Addison Burt. Now they'll switch Burt onto the ball handler. That is Carly Williams. Williams dribbling left side into the fingernail. Now right side on the lane. Spins around with the back face in the basket. Kicks it, kicks it out to Defini. Left side now, LaRock. LaRock on baseline against Peyton McCabe. Kicks it out, Levinson. Levinson will try a three from the top of the key, okay. and she yeah. hits it. Yeah, Levinson was hesitant to shoot it, but I was watching her in warm-up. She has a pretty good shot. Nothing but net. Hopefully that's a spark there for the Gretna East Griffin. So here we go as Kasner back to Ladwig. Ladwig fakes right, goes left over the top to Kasner. Driving baseline is Cameron Kasner. Shut off by Levinson to Ladwig. Ladwig overhead pass into the corner to Burt. Burt dribbles in, splits the defenders. Layup too strong. Rebound tipped out into the hands of Taryn French for the Gretna East Griffins. Ooh, Griffins trying over. to make a little bit of a run here on the left side. It's Addison LaRock. Wade Coulter shouting from the bench. Now right side, it's Carly Williams. Williamson, or excuse me, Williams rather. Now Defini. Defini left side, LaRock. LaRock, spin move on the elbow. Ooh. She lost it, but there's going to yeah. be a kicked ball violation on Peyton McCabe. Hey, Peyton McCabe is a, is a veteran senior player going against LaRock. That's a good battle, too. Both of them are built to say, look, mm -hmm. they're two feisty competitors. This has been a good battle all game. 28-11, to 11, Gretna East basketball down by 17 as Williams passes it right side to Feeney. Defini uses the screen left from Williams, but Ladwig goes under it. Doesn't even affect her. Now Defini with it on the top of the key. 10 on the shot clock. 5.35 on the game clock. Right side here is Taryn French. Spin move at the elbow, working on the smaller McMahon. Good defense by McMahon. Two on the shot clock. Throws up a prayer. It's no good. And that will be... The end, or excuse me, that'll be a shot clock violation. Right. As it, if that ball would have hit the rim, Williams was right there yeah, to put right. up a layup, but it didn't hit the rim, so therefore shot clock doesn't reset, and it's a turnover. A little bit of confusion there on the, the Gretna East Griffins there offensively, and uh, Scott was able to stop him on that possession. So here is McCabe. She'll dribble to the top of the logo. Now on the right side, bounce pass to the left elbow to Kasner. Kasner layup, good no block good. Again. Blocked by Levinson. Offensive rebound, Ladwig. And she'll go to the line to shoot two shots, unable to get the and one to go. You talk about the passing. We talked about it off air, Jay. It's yeah. just so crisp and quick. And they know when to pass with a chest pass or a bounce yeah. pass. And they also lead their the, the offensive player to be in a in a score or advantageous position to either score themselves or get it to know one of their teammates. But what they really do, Nick, is they play with excellent spacing. And then they play with a really good pace offensively. So as they're wearing them out on the defensive end, when Scott's on defense, they're doing the same thing on offense, and they're making you make decisions, anyway, like on that last play. Really good block by Levinson. Yeah. She almost blocked it too good because then it popped in the, in the hand until Scott's leading scorer, Ladwig, and she just hit a free throw. So free throw is good. Ladwig goes one of two from the charity stripe. It's 28-12, or excuse me, 29-11, to 11, rather. They put the... 
point on the wrong team as the pass deflected, taken away by Scott back in the transition. Oh, no, no look, look pass, pass to McMahon. McMahon to Magic Ladwig. Man. Ladwig kicks it into the free throw line. Kasner, Ladwig wanted it back. She wanted to yeah. pop a three from the top of the key. Instead, it's Burt off the pick and roll. Kasner, oh, layup, good. Good. good footwork there by Kasner. Right, she wanted the elbow jumper. She, she went and passed it back out, pick and roll, got it. A little dip under. No dribble there, Nick. Excellent footwork there by Kasner. We have a foul on the ball as Ladwig's going to get whistled. That's her second. And so you want to talk about discipline also. You know it's good basketball when there's not just careless fouls, right? right. Undisciplined fouls. And, and, I mean, you look up and down the foul list. Scott Catholic, all their starters just have one except Ladwig. That just picked up her second. Right. For the Gretna East Griffins, only two players have committed a foul. Daffini yeah. has three, and then Levinson just picked up her first. As Ladwig strips it out of the hands of Lindsay, back in transition, layup good for Molly Ladwig. It's 33-11, to 11, and we have a Gretna East timeout with 4.20 to play in the third quarter. Scott has broken this one open. They lead by 22 at PBA in the Class B semifinal. And we'll step aside and return in just 30 seconds on 93.7 The Ticket. A team succeeds when they work together. Banking's no different. At UBT, we're in your corner for every financial move you want to make. Your money's backed by a roster of experts who put in the work to know you and your community. So whether you're opening a savings account, buying a home, or planning your future... You always know who to turn to. Working together toward your financial goals. That's a win in our playbook. Union Bank and Trust. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Nick Sander, Jay Foreman back with you from uh, Pinnacle Bank Arena. 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. 33 to 11. And, and Jay, I'll, be, I'll say this. Most of the time when, when it's a 22-point ball game, right. it's not the most exciting basketball. Right. It's still exciting yeah, basketball. It is. I mean, look, Gretna East is learning on the job right now, and they're still competing. And they haven't been able to unleash their athletic ability yeah. like they did against Waverly. And so it was a good job by Coach Wade there to get a timeout so they don't go super frustrated uh, because Ladway kind of baited Lindsay yeah. into that turnover. So now they just got to keep doing what they've doing. Now Scott's trying to shut the door here rather quickly as well. So here are the Griffins as Carly Williams going across the timeline. She beats Shotkoski off the dribble. Layup no good. Williams just missed it. Yeah. As it looked like Kasner was there to try to draw a charge. Draw a charge but Cameron, or excuse me, Ooh. Williams went around her. Now McKay pops the three from the right wing. Just off front iron offensive rebound. Kasner put back short. And the rebound tipped around a couple of times. Safe from going out of bounds by Defini and Defini will pass it left side to Williams. Now back to Defini up on the left sideline. She crosses the timeline. Now to Fat. Fat. Now on the top of the key. Defini crosses over. There you go. Three ball on the way. A little too strong. Good box out there by Addison Burt, allowing Ladwig to get the rebound. Up the floor. McCabe tips it out of bounds. The last touch by Defini of Gretna East. It'll stay with Scott Catholic. You know, the one thing about Scott Catholic, they're so disciplined and so fundamentally sound, along with being phenomenal athletes, they can just wear you down mm -hmm. from a mental standpoint of execution, excellence, and then also the energy that they play with. 
can really, really break your spirit early in the game, and, the, and they're trying to do that. It's the Gretna East early in the third quarter. On the right side, here's Mia McMahon. McMahon looking around, pass deflected, taken away. Go. Here comes LaRock. LaRock, she'll have to spin around and retreat. Now pass down low. Levinson, layup, bounces yeah. around and finally falls, and it's 33-13. See, this is more what you saw last night against Waverly from the Gretna East was turning you over, getting into a secondary fast break. Levinson with a good finish right there. So 33-13, 3-0-1 to play in the third quarter. McCabe right side to McMahon. McMahon looking around, surveying Libby Shotkoski in there for head coach Kip Colony. Bounces it right side. And we're going to have a Scott Catholic timeout here with 2.51 to play in the third. Yeah, if I'm, I'm Coach Wade Coulter, I like that last minute or minute and a half coming out, out of our own timeout. We have more energy. We have some execution. We've got a turnover, led into two points. And then also we made Scott Catholic burn a timeout. So now we're seeing, you know, maybe a little bit ver better version of Gretna East Griffins. Jake Sorensen's friend yeah. Seth over oh, there. Oh, there it is, yeah. Where's Jake? I don't, I don't, I don't know where Jake's at. Yeah. I'm sure Jake's listening. Yeah, yeah, I hope he is. 251 to go in the third quarter, 33-13. Oh, right. Seth is from Beatrice. From Beatrice, that's right. The Mr. Do-It-All, he's, he's, he's Jake's hey, golf pro. Yeah, now he's going to be calling there for the Beatrice team. Uh, it looked like, yeah, he's got a media pass. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. I didn't realize Seth was involved. No, I did not either. 251 to go in third Jake, quarter. where is Jake? We didn't know Jake was involved. I, I didn't know Jake yeah. was. Yeah, Jake, if you're listening, I have a bone to pick with you. Trust me. <laughs> I will see you very soon, young man. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I guess so. I guess Jake is. We we just got notified from Austin back in the studio. Jake right. is sitting in the production room. Okay, Jake. Hopefully he's listening. Yeah, he better be. Addison Burt on the drive kicks it out oh, out of the reach okay. of Libby Shakowski in a turnover. Now we're starting to see a little bit of the team that we saw last night, Nick. And now that doesn't mean that you know Omaha Scott Catholic is Waverly, but you start to see the pressure. You start to see they look like a different team this last two minutes. And sometimes when you're new on the scene. You kind of play in slow motion for a quarter, quarter and a half. Mm -hmm. Then you wake up in the second half like, man, we can actually play in this game. And it's a little, maybe a little bit too late. But Taryn French with it on the left side. Bounces right. it. Tries to get it into Levinson and unable to do so as it goes right out of bounds. Turnover. And you know, if there's ever a, a, a positive turnover, I like that. We broke the press. French had it. Levinson vacated because she thought she was going to drive. I'm okay with that because you're trying to make the right play and you're just learning how to play with each other because this is a new team. So on the left side, it's Shotkoski dribbling in. McCabe cross court now right side. Pass fake right. Kicks it out to McCann. Does Ladwig let McMahon. Pass deflected. Taryn French tips oh, it right into the hands of Williams. Carly Williams coast to coast. Shoves off McCabe. And one, and one opportunity coming up yep. for Carly That's Williams. Right. Yeah, good job there by French there. Not only did she steal it, then she had the – the wherewithal just to tap it to Williams. Good finish by Williams. Big shot right there. Physical play. McCabe tried to get the jump ball or the steal up through the defender. And one opportunity uh, for Williams. Now, you I, again, I keep saying this for people that are listening. The team that we saw last night isn't the team we saw in the, in the first half. It had nothing to do with the coaching of the players. It's just the magnitude of the possibility of being, you know, getting to the state championship, especially when you don't have experience. This is not a like a long term a long going basketball program this is straight first year first year success uh, they are representing themselves pretty well today to as, well today as Wade Coulter said in the pregame conversation they started from scratch yeah a lot of these players, none of them actually were playing varsity basketball last year. An unbelievable yeah. job by Wade Coulter as we have yeah. a traveling violation on yeah. Scott Catholic yeah. with 157 well, to well, play. Nick, to double down on that point, you had three kids on the team that were in middle school last year. There you go. And you had, a, what, four or five of them that were freshmen 
and a couple sophomores. And so you talk about starting from scratch but doing a heck of a job in your first year. Uh, weekday Wade is doing an excellent job. He's not just a fashion icon. He's a heck of a basketball coach. So end of the near side, here is LaRock. LaRock with 149 to play in the third, 33-16. Still a lot of game left. Oh, yeah. Jay Foreman as Stefini, she'll get tied up. Yeah. Possession arrow keeps it right. with the Gretna East right. Griffins. Right. That pays off on the first jump ball that you got on defensively that kind of kick-started this middle, a little bit of a run. So if I'm Coach Wade, like I said, when you ask me, what, what do you do coming out of halftime? I am trying to win the second half, and I'm breaking it down quarter by quarter. Let's win the third quarter and fourth quarter, and let's see how, how close we can get this game. So Gretna East to inbound. They do get it into Ooh, French. Cross. French crosses over. LaRock now on the left side, back to French. French yeah. guarded by McCabe, crosses over once again. She's got a nice little crossover yeah. right to left. Now up top, here's Faf. Faf on the left side, eight to shoot. She gets it to LaRock. LaRock into the corner. Now Levinson with five on the clock to LaRock. LaRock working on Ladwig, spins at the horn, off the glass, it's Man. missed. And the rebound goes into Cameron Kasner's hands. It wasn't a bad shot. No, it was it almost a great went shot in. there by LaRock, and the rim is just seeming like a little too tight for them, but that's mm -hmm. the lack of experience of being in PBA. Bounce pass to Kasner. Kasner looking for help, gets it out to McMahon. McMahon on the left side, now to the logo where Molly Ladwig calls out a new play, resets, crosses over. Ladwig dribbling with the left hand from the top of the key, down low, Addison Burt. Got it poked away, gets it back, layup blocked from behind by Levinson. And now we're going to have a foul called. I believe they're going to get Cameron Kasner from a push on the you back see, of LaRock. You see the energy. Levinson, Levinson has three blocks today. All of them have been clean. But you see them encouraging each other. You see the energy, the life in their body language is totally different than the, than the first half. And so if I'm Coach uh, Wade here, I'm excited. I mean, you know, obviously excited. I'm not excited being down by 17. But I'm really encouraged that my young ladies here came taking the challenge to come out here and compete and still have another quarter to go. Uh, if they get on a big run here, they can turn this into a game. 50 seconds left in the third quarter. Lindsay gets, or excuse yeah, me, Faf gets doubled. And now we'll have a foul on the floor on Mia yeah. McMahon. That's her second. So, Nick, you talk, I just talked about the energy, right, the spirit. As you start to play harder, then you start to see Scott Catholic to accumulate more fouls, right? A very disciplined team on defense is starting to accumulate fouls. And so possibly when you're trying to come back, you got to get to the free throw line. So here is Lindsay, top of the key, 38 on the game clock. Lindsay to French, oh, three ball three. on the way. Rattles around and out, La offensive Rock. board, LaRock. LaRock keeps her dribble while on one knee. Now on the right side, here's Faf, Faf to the right wing. And Sophia Lindsay. Lindsay will dribble it to the logo. 22 on the game clock. Shot clock is turned off here on the final possession of the third. LaRock spins, knocked out of bounds. Last touch. It'll be Scott oh, basketball oh. off of LaRock's leg. Yeah, a little bit of overrule there by the ref at the half court, but either way. Good move by LaRock. A little bit tight in there. A late double team by Scott Catholic. Just bounced off her foot, but. You know, if I'm Coach Weekday Wade, um, and people out here listen, that's his nickname, Weekday Wade. So, and plus, he is a sharp-dressed young man. Uh, I'm ex I'm encouraged by you know what the effort I've seen the last four or five minutes, and I'm going to challenge him to even raise the level of intensity in the fourth quarter uh, if we're going to try to really get back into this game. Pass out to McKay, but she's fouled by Little Rock, so Little Rock picks up foul number one for. Number Her, two. number oh, two yeah, yeah. on Gretna East. And it'll be a sideline inbound directly in front of us as Ladwig to inbound from the sideline. Looking left, gets it to McKay, pops the three from the near corner, and it bounces on the side of the rim. No good. 
Defensive rebound taken away, McMahon. McMahon with one to shoot. Layup no good by Libby Shotkoski. And that'll do it for the end of the third quarter. Your score after three quarters of play, Omaha Scott 33 and the Griffins of Gretna East 16. Let's take a break. When we come back in 60 seconds, we'll have the start of the fourth quarter from Pinnacle Bank Arena in the Class B semifinal match right here on 93.7 The Ticket. You don't think about your roof very often, but you should never take it for granted. Roofing Service Company takes every measure to provide you with the highest quality roofing solution. Whether it's a new roof installation, roof repair, or a re-roofing project, their overall goal is to provide you with a pleasant experience and a long-lasting roof. If you have a need for siding or gutters, they're your place too. Visit RoofingServiceCompany.com for more info today. Sandhills Global is hiring. With their fast-paced, growing culture, they have hundreds of new openings in sales, marketing, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Full-time roles offer a four-and-a-half-day work week, along with flexible internships in most areas. Career and internship opportunities are available at our global headquarters in Lincoln, Nebraska. Find your fit today at www.sandhills.jobs. Nick Sander, Jay Foreman, back with you. Starting the fourth quarter at Pinnacle Bank Arena, 33-16 year score. Scott Catholic not shooting the ball all that well in terms of Scott Catholic standards. Right. But here the threat in the East, still down by just 17 as Peyton McCabe fires a three. It's short rebounded by LaRock, and LaRock bounces it to Carly Williams, saves it in bounds right back to LaRock, and the Griffins are in transition. Up the floor, Defini. she did not touch that, and it's going to stay with Gretna East as McMahon deflected it out of bounds. Really good job there coming out of the uh, start of the quarter by the Gretna East Griffins of forcing Scott Catholic into a deeper corner three than they usually have been shooting in the first half and got the ball back in their hands. So Griffins with the basketball. Sophia Lindsay with it on the logo left side. It's LaRock. LaRock, 7.35 to play. Now to Lindsay, or excuse me, this is Taryn French, rather. Now to Lindsay on the right side to Carly Williams. Down low on the block is Daffini working on Ladwig, and she is fouled on the, the bump by Molly yeah. Ladwig, and it'll be foul number three on Ladwig. Yeah, Ladwig with a little bit too much body. She had good position there, but she tried to ride Graffini, you know, out of bounds. Good call there by the ref. 7.25 to go. Baseline inbounds. Lindsay the inbounder. They do not cover the ball, but they still get it into Carly Williams, and we're going to have a jump ball keeping it with the Griffins. Look, look, Scott Catholic is trying to get going, right? If, I, if I'm their coach and, and I'm saying, well, well, what happened from Coach Conley? What, what happened to our offense from the first half? So you see the effort and the energy and intensity by the on the defensive side. Now they're trying to get this game back under control. So here's Defini. Sonora Defini passes it to LaRock. LaRock stops at the top of the key, looking around for help, finds Sophia Lindsay on the left side. Lindsay dribbling it, crosses over on the right side. Now back left wing to LaRock. LaRock driving on Ladwig, kicks it out. French with it. French will retreat outside the perimeter. Bounces it inside, tapped away, knocked away now by Cameron Kasner. She comes up with it. It's a two-on-one break. McCabe, layup, too strong. Rebound by Kasner. Put back up is good that time by Cameron Kasner. She falls to two knees. Excellent job by Kasner initially on the defensive end of getting her hand, her inside hand, tapping it to herself, getting it to McCabe. 
better job of following the ball and putting it back up for two points. So now left side here is French. Three ball on the way. Taryn French just a little too strong, and the McMahon collects the rebound at the free throw line and hands it off to Molly Ladwig. Ladwig will bring it across the timeline. Left side now Mia McMahon with it. McMahon gives it back to Ladwig. Ladwig dribbling at the top of the key, uses screen left by Kasner. Nice step floater. through, and it's no good on the floater. Kicks it out. McMahon, 4-3 from the left side. Rattles in and out. Rebound tipped around again, and finally controlled by the Griffins. Here's Carly Williams. Outlet pass up the floor to Defini. Layup, no good. But McMahon's going to get whistled for yeah. a foul as she thought she stripped it clean. Yeah, I thought that was a good job by McMahon almost pulling the chair out of Graffini to try to get the steal, but the ref called it too much, a little bit too much body there. And you know the one thing about it that it seems like, it just seems like Scut with their ball movement that puts them in a better position for offensive rebounds. It seems like every shot that they miss, the bounce goes to them, right? The bounce goes off of the Griffin, Griffin defender hand, right in their hand. I want to look at the shot total at the end of the game. Nick, I'm, I'm willing to bet that Scott Catholic might have 20-plus more shots than the Gretna East Griffins. 6.09 to play in the fourth quarter. First free throw by Defini was good. Second one on the way. Bounces off the rim. No oh, good, good but it's tipped out of bounds. Last Ooh. touch by Scott Catholic. <laughs> Great job there, I thought, by Heather Wadsworth there of trying to follow and get the offensive rebound. Looked like it went off mm -hmm. the Scott. Uh, both Scott Catholic uh, offensive rebounders, but nevertheless, Scott Catholic keeps the ball. So here is McCabe, 6.03 to play in the ball game. Scott Catholic up the floor. McMahon able to track it down with one hand. Now to Kasner with the bucket and the harm, and Kasner yeah. goes to the line to shoot look, one more. Look, Kasner is averaging seven points, eight rebounds. She's definitely uh, got the eight rebounds, and she's on her way to surpass uh, double digits. She has been playing excellent. She doesn't get a lot of shots, Nick, but what she does is she – destroys people on the defensive rebounds, runs. She might be one of the fastest players on this court, and she's one of the tallest. And so with the athletic ability that she's had, she's creating a lot of offense for everybody else. Missed free throw, and Burt collects the offensive rebound out the floor to Ladwig. Ladwig stops in the corner, kicks it out, and it's tipped away, yeah. taken away by Carly Williams. In transition, yeah. go the Griffins, yeah. but she dribbles it right. off her leg, and it's going to go yeah. to Scott. If I'm Coach Coulter, I'm happy about that, right? We see. Look, in the second half alone, the Gretna East Griffins have more hands on balls than they've had their whole first half, right? So just, we're just only barely into the fourth quarter. So, yes, you're, you're going, you're almost going too fast, and you dribble off your foot. You know what that feels like, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, right. Yeah, I've never done that, but yeah. it's cool. I've never <laughs> slipped on turf either. So here we go. It's in the lane, Cameron Kasner with it on the block, kicks it out to McCabe. McCabe to Burt. Burt on the top of the key. Two can play the game, Jay Foreman. Yeah, I know, man. As it tips out, now LaRock throws it up to Florida. Williams, what a lead by LaRock, layup good for Carly good Williams. There. Good job there by LaRock, passing it to his teammate, to her teammate. You know what that is, Nick? It's like when in the soccer, soccer you just lead it out there for the striker and you go one-on-one -on -one with the goalie. So now you're starting to see a little bit more uh, a little bit more effort and execution to what the Gretna East Griffins have been playing like playing like all year long. And so if I'm Coach Coulter, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about what we're doing, uh, but then also I'm going to continue to push them and implore them to finish out this last five, minute, five minutes and 20, 20 seconds in this fourth quarter uh, like we started uh, the second half because this is more like the team that played last night. This is more like the team that's been playing like this all year, even though they started from scratch. You see the hands-on balls. You see the speed, the athletic ability, the intensity, and also the ability to create easy shots for everybody on the team. 
that's what's made, made Coach Coulter and his team so exciting to, uh, for the, this year going into the state championship. So it's 520 to go, fourth quarter, 37-19. Your score, Sagat Catholic, with an 18-point advantage. The winner of this one will face the winner of the next game that unfortunately won't want, we won't have on our station. Well, not, but with this one? The, the next game? The next game between the Elkhorn North Wolves and the Norris Titans. Really? As no, no, it's, it's, it's Beatrice. Beatrice won last night. Or excuse me. Yeah, Beatrice. What are they, the Orangemen? Beatrice, yeah, it's, Beatrice it's beat Norris. Elkhorn last North and Beatrice. Elkhorn no, North you, Wolves. You, you originally said Norris. Oh, I apologize. Yeah, yeah, Elkhorn North apologize. Wolves and Beatrice. I wish you would apologize to me for the, messing the, with you. They'll, they'll, play the, they'll play the winner of this one. But we're not going to have this one, right? No, we will not. Elkhorn sure? North and Beatrice, okay. yes. On the left side, it's McCabe, top of the key, Ladwig. We'll pick it up with the Class A turn, stand right. semis at 6 p.m. Lincoln North Star and Millard West on that one. So here in the lane, it's Ladwig. Jumper, no good. Rebound, Levinson. Almost knocked away from her by Cameron Kasner. Now bodies on the floor. It's saved to Carly Williams. One-handed pass up the floor. Wadsworth collects it, has to back it out to the logo, or excuse me, to the perimeter, and she's getting hounded by Addison Burke. But it But it works out as Wadsworth completes the layup on the right side. 4.38 to play, 37-21. The intensity starting to pick up here as McMahon has it left side. Now to McCabe directly in front of us here at the top of the key. McCabe backs it out near the logo, gets a screen right from Kasner. McCabe dumps it on a pick and roll, knocked away, and going back the other way are the Griffins. Wadsworth being tracked down from behind by Burt. She'll retreat to the perimeter on the left wing. 4-13 to play in the fourth quarter. Wadsworth picks it up after getting knocked away from her. Now Levinson on the right side. Levinson drained a three from the top of the key here. Kasner giving her some space. Now passes it left side to Carly Williams. We're under four minutes to play in the ball game. 37-21, Skyhawks with a 16-point lead. Seven seconds on the possession, 3.52 on the game clock. Wadsworth, floater, no good, didn't have a chance. Right. And Kasner collects the miss. Probably needed one more dribble to try to get that high off the glass, but nevertheless, though, again, more hands on the balls, more opportunity. They're starting to look like uh, the team that blew out Waverly last night. Kicks it out, McMahon in the far corner. McMahon bounces it inside to the block. Nice through ball with McCabe. Three ball, good. Go. See, Just silky it. smooth by yeah, Peyton McCabe. Hardly hit any net. But what does what Scott Catholic do? Just keep going inside out, inside out. What happened is, Nick, is that as Kasner started to get going, Gretna East had the game plan for it and adjust. Well, then that leaves a better or more open shot for McCabe, and she's been a knockdown shooter all year long. It's 40 to 21, 320 to go in the fourth quarter. Right, Scott with a 19-point lead. Let's take a let's take a 30-second breather and be right back on 93.7 the ticket. Sandhills Global is hiring. With their fast-paced, growing culture, they have hundreds of new openings in sales, marketing, traveling support, software development, web design, and more. Full-time roles offer a four-and-a-half-day work week, along with flexible internships in most areas. Career and internship opportunities are available at our global headquarters in Lincoln, Nebraska. Find your fit today at www.sandhills.jobs. Twenty remains in the fourth quarter, 40 to 21. The game's been a lot more competitive than maybe the scoreboard would indicate. Scott Catholic with a 19-point lead over the Griffins. Nick Sainter, Jay Foreman with you. The winner of this one plays in the Class B title game tomorrow afternoon at 1 p.m. 
The game to follow us, Elkhorn North and Beatrice. Beatrice with a thrilling one-point victory yesterday yeah. over the Norris Titans. Yeah, they had a, a double-digit lead a couple times, and Norris kept fighting back, but Beatrice was able to pull it out uh, with a last second two mm -hmm. with about eight seconds left. So 3.15 to play in the fourth quarter, and we have a reach-in by Cameron Kasner. That'll be number three on her. Number three for Scott Catholic. So as I mentioned towards the end of the third quarter, more energy, better execution has led to more fouls of uh, Omaha Scott trying to defend Gretna East. So 40-21 to 21 the score. They inbounded up top, tipped away, taken away now by McMahon. It bounces out of bounds. Last touch by Scott Catholic. It'll stay with the Griffins. Just maybe a little bit of an easier spot to inbound it from on the sideline. So LaRock will be the inbounder. They get it in relatively easy into... Faf, Faf now left side to Carly Williams. Williams drives in, stops at the elbow, dumps it down low to Defini. Defini working on Kasner, layup too strong, and Ladwig collects the miss for Scott Catholic. One-handed pass down the floor. Burt in the lane, layup off back iron, too strong, and Kasner comes away yeah. from the from the pile with the basketball. Ladwig on the logo. Overhead pass to Kasner, stops the elbow, kicks it out to the near side. In the corner to Addison Burt. Burt gets doubled, now passes it on the ground to Ladwig. Into the corner, McMahon for three, and Mia McMahon is joining the three-point barrage. Right, you know what they've done is they kind of dump it inside, get it to the top of the key, swing it, one-two passes to the corner. Scott Catholic is shooting excellent from the corner three. And so Carly Williams... It's gonna was gonna be trapped in the yeah. uh, in the right in front of the half court line, and the 10 seconds was quickly approaching. So Gretna East has to call a timeout. 2:25 to go in the fourth quarter. 43 to 21, the score. Let's step aside for 30 seconds and return right after this on the ticket. You had to know that when Wingstop set out to make a crispy, juicy chicken sandwich, they wouldn't make it in just one flavor. They'd make it in all 12. Like lemon pepper, mango habanero, hickory smoked barbecue, and OG hot. So why have one new favorite chicken sandwich when you can have 12? Try the new sauced and tossed Wingstop chicken sandwich today for only $5.49 at Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Valid for a limited time and available at participating Wingstop locations only. While supplies last, price subject to applicable taxes and fees. Like a Baxter. Nick Sander back with you. 2.25 to go in the fourth quarter. Jay Foreman alongside me. Yes, I'm here, Nick. 43-21. No, I wasn't, I wasn't waiting at all. I, I, I received a, a text message, and I was, I was, I was waiting distracted. You, you, you I'll be honest. A compliment. I'm going to be 100% honest. I was a little distracted, Jay. That's all right. That's fine. 43-21. 2.25 to go in the fourth quarter. Gretna East basketball right. as this Carly Williams about, has it. This is all about finishing for the Gretna East Griffins and the Omaha Skyhawks because you want to go into the game for the championship game for Omaha Skyhawks with some confidence. And Gretna East, you want to finish out this great season that you had, especially with the spark of energy and execution. I know mm -hmm. uh, McMahon just hit the three, but the defensive energy and the defensive of turnover – uh, rate is obviously tripled in, in the second half. And so there's two, minute and two minutes and ten seconds in your, left in your whole season. And obviously Coach Wade has got to be cognizant of it. You might want to get some players some more experience. Mm -hmm. uh, but also you want to make sure that you represent yourself uh, like you've done all year. So 2.09 to go in the fourth quarter, 43-21 the score. As three ball on the way from LaRock, and she drains well, it from the top of the key. I tell you what, the future is bright, bright. for Wade yes. Coulter. I'm telling you. 
Wade Coulter, and I'm telling you, I'm, the rest of the Nebraska Class B, you are on notice. If you have not watched this team, you are in trouble. Mm -hmm. They stay together. They got freshmen, sophomores, and a couple of juniors. And once they get more experience, you got to think they're not full. They haven't played a lot of basketball. Yeah. He was going around recruiting girls off the soccer team. You got three Division I soccer players, a softball player, and they've made the state tournament in his first year. But as the game has gone on, right, you see LaRock, that's a great uh, asset to have moving forward. Then you think about Sophie Lindsay, right, averaging six points and three rebounds. Then you think Tanya French, those are, that's a sophomore. You got Wadsworth that has been active. You, and you have Defini, who's a who is one of the two only juniors along with Carly uh, Williams. The future is definitely bright, not only for next year, but years after. We have a quick timeout from Omaha, Scott Catholic. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm good. I was letting, I was letting you, I was listening to you, Jay. No, you weren't. That's cool. I was. All right. The future right. is bright for uh, for Gretna East. I know we got to take a unsolicited break here between no. four o'clock or three fifteen. No, 15. we don't. No, we yeah, don't. Yeah, we do. One thirty. I remaining know. in the fourth. But once this game's over, this yep. won't be on. We'll be able to, you know, go do our thing, reconvene, and we'll then reconvene knock at out. six p.m. Yeah, yeah, 6 you, you gonna be here in time? I'm going to make sure I'm okay. here in time, yeah. 6 p.m., Lincoln North Star and Millard, Millard West. I know. What can you expect? Gesser Twins going up against the uh, the new new kids on the block, if you will, once again, Lincoln well, North the Star. the Gesser Twins against Gatwich and Company, yeah. and it's literally Gatwich and Company. Katie Irons? Katie Irons. Gat I mean, this is going to be the excellence of execution, right? Now, here's where we got to look for it. The Gesser Twins, uh, especially, Nora did really well as far yeah. as finishing the game at the free throw line. You think about it, Neely is going to probably try to get off early, get back into her flow because they've been so dominant. So I'm looking for Northstar to try to bring like, their wild car out. Yeah. What type of defense, what type of uh, trapping that they're going to try to do uh, because they're not familiar with each other. So that's where I think that you could see Northstar start a little bit faster than normal uh, against a team that Miller West knows very well. Back here on the floor, Molly Ladwig got a two-point bucket, so it's now 45-24, one thirteen to play in the fourth quarter. As Deno excuse me, Sophia Sonora Defini has it at the top of the key. Now left side Williams, right side to Taryn. For this is now Faf. Faf now to Defini. Defini driving in the lane. We're under a minute to go. Yeah. It's a blocking foul. On Elena McKellis. Yeah, a little bit. They were just tossing around the three-point line. Then they ran a little backside wheel to action. And Defini has been doing a really good job of that all game long. You saw her start the game off like that. Uh, missed the layup. But then she got a couple layups there and a couple free throw attempts earlier in the game. And she just got another one. So Defini will go to the line to shoot two shots. 45-24 is where we sit. Omaha Scott Catholic leads by 21 over Gretna East. So Scott Catholic will advance to tomorrow's state title game, and that one tips off at 1 p.m. You can hear that one on our 93.7 The Ticket stations as they'll play the winner of Elkhorn North and Beatrice, which is the game to follow ours here. Defini able to connect on the first and is able to hit both of them, so it's now a 19-point differential, 45-26. As Scott Catholic brings it up the floor, pass to Michaelis, Michaelis to Ladwig, Ladwig across the timeline, gets bumped, no whistle. Driving on the right side, it's Shotkoski, Libby Shotkoski with it near the logo on the sideline, gets doubled, and we're going to have to have a Kip Colony timeout. It'll have to be a full timeout by Omaha Scott Catholic. Let's go ahead and step aside, take one more quick brief timeout. 39 seconds remain in the fourth quarter right here on 93.7 The Ticket. At Southeast Community College, community is our middle name. Our continuing education classes offer personal interest, traffic safety and licensing, online learning, 
and adult education classes across Southeast Nebraska or online in your own home. Learn pottery or floral design, take a computer course, learn Spanish, how to start writing a book, or Air Fryer 101. See the full schedule of continuing education classes online at southeast.edu slash continuing. SCC, your path to possible. The Coach's Pep Talk. Done well, it creates strong team unity, improves motivation and attitude. So when Platte Valley Equipment says they're here to help you succeed, you'll have their 100% support to help you handle any task with their John Deere equipment that gets the job done every time. And with low monthly payments, well, that should be some serious motivation to visit PlatteValleyEquipment.com. Proud sponsor of the 2024 NSAA Boys and Girls High School State Basketball Tournament. You don't think about your roof very often. Nick Sander back with you, Jay Foreman alongside me. Final 30 seconds of this one. Scott Catholic with the basketball. Eight on the possession here out of the Kip Colony timeout. To number four for Scott Catholic, Maddie Ike. Three-pointer no good. Rebound taken away. Molly Lagwick took a tumble. She's slow to get up. She's still limping. She's... Starting to tear up. That right, does not right. look good for Ladwick, especially at this moment of the yeah, game. You don't yeah. want that to happen. Yeah, yeah. You probably want to get her out of the game. The last 13 seconds get her a little bit of yep. uh, medical attention. But I think she's walking it off a little bit. I think, you know, Nick, hitting that floor hard in an awkward position kind of catches you off guard there. And it was a little bit of probably sometimes when you roll your ankle, basketball, so-called sprain, which is not a real, like a, like a bad sprain, it kind of shocks you a little bit. She's walking just fine. Um, Tough cookie. She played great, and uh, good job by uh, Coach Colony getting her out of the game there. And, and uh, Scott Catholic go. is on to the championship. There you go. Scott Catholic will advance, and they will play in their third straight state championship game as they'll face the winner of Elkhorn North and Beatrice, which is the game to follow. We'll send it out to back to the 93.7 The Ticket Studios, and then out to 70th and Pioneers and Midwest Bank for their grand opening from 4 to 6 p.m. prior mm. to coming back here for the Class A semifinals. Mm. Mm. You don't think about your roof very often, but you should never take it for granted. Come back to roofing us. service company back. takes every measure to provide you with the highest quality roofing solution, whether it's a new roof installation. Welcome back in, 45-28. Nine seconds left in the fourth quarter. Scut working at it. The shot clock is dark as Scott will be able to just hold on to this one. There's the horn, and Scott Catholic is on to their third straight state championship appearance as they defeat Gretna East 45-28. to They will play the winner of Elkhorn North and Beatrice. Beatrice got to the semifinals via a one-point win over Norris. Elkhorn North dominated Scott's Bluff 63-44, to and so we'll see if Britt Prince will set up the rematch with Omaha Scott Catholic in just a little bit. But for now, let's send it back to our 93.7 The Ticket Studios as they'll fill a little bit of time and bring us back to BBA at 6 p.m. for the tip-off of the Class A semifinals at 6 p.m. Central Time between Millard West and Lincoln North Star for the Husker Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. I'm Nick Sainert. Your final score in the Class B semis, Omaha Scott 45 and Gretna East 28 here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.